Today we are celebrating, as I mentioned, a wonderful solemnity. One of the truths of our faith that is so simple, yet can be hard to, is hard to grasp and understand. In fact, what was funny is, well, what's interesting is I took a whole semester class on Trinity, the theology of the Trinity, and it's really the only class that I felt dumber when I left that class from when I entered that class because it's, it's so uh, deep and it's very, it can be very complex. But yet what's beautiful is that well, in the beginning we see, well, in Genesis chapter 1, we see this trinity at work in creation. We see that there's one, the, it says, in the beginning God made man in his own image and likeness. Male and female, he created them. Everyone here, a lot of here, a lot of people here know that verse. But what does it mean to be made in the image and likeness of God? What does it mean that we are made in in image and likeness of this Trinitarian God? Well, there's a couple aspects, and one is we know well. So we know well, image. We can't see God. I mean, if he's if we're an image of him, we can't see him. He's invisible to us. So. What does it mean by being made in the image and likeness of God? A couple of things, and there's three things that come to mind. One is that we have an intellect, and secondly, we have a will. See, God is all-knowing. He's omniscient. That's the word omniscient, all-knowing. And so he has the knowledge of, well, he has an intellect. And what's beautiful is that we can get to know this God not only in studying theology, but we also in studying about other things, sciences, math, engineering, etc. Even reading in, in science, as well as social studies, etc., English. We can get to know who God is. And we can get to know his creation. But, but also, we have a will. And he has the desire a will as well. He only, his will is to will our good, to will creation into existence. As we know from the very beginning of time, he created us. He created the, the heavens and the earth. He created Adam and Eve. And he made us to love. He created us to will the good of another person, in other words, to love. That's what it means to love, is to will the good of another person. <clears throat> to will the true good of another person. <clears throat> but thirdly, another thing that I want to kind of expand upon is that we are made in the image and likeness of this Trinitarian God, which means that we are made to be in communion with another person, in a community of persons. And so we see, we know that the Trinity is one, but yet there are three gods. Each What's beautiful is that we do not, as the Catechism says in paragraph 253, we do not confess three gods, but one God in three persons, the consubstantial trinity. The divine persons do not share the one divinity among themselves, but each of them is God, whole and entire. In other words, the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God. So we have that unity present in the Trinity. But then we also see there that 
These are divine persons that are relative to one another, that the God is the Father. Father is the Father of the, is in relationship with the Son, and the Son is related to the Father, and the Holy Spirit is related to both of them. In, in Trinitarian theology, I learned that God, love, God the Father loves the, the Son, and the Son loves the Father, and the love between them is so real that it is a third person. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the love between the Father and the Son. And so we see here that they're tied together, they're brought together in communion with bonds of love. That's what this Holy Trinity is all about, bonds of love. And so when we, and when we look in our, own per, in our own persons, well, within our own selves and our humanity, we know that we, have, we are made in that image and likeness. So we have a thing that brings us together in a community, but we're all distinct persons. Each of us have different gifts made to glorify God. But yet we also complement one another, too, in those gifts. So we have, the one, the, <clears throat> we have our own spiritual family, the church, the body of Christ, that we, made, we are made into, we're brought into, I should say, through baptism. Each of our baptisms, we are brought into this communion of love between the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, and this communion of love with each other. I was talking about this last, this last uh, Lent as a theme for our homily series was all about this, the Church of St. Albert being our spiritual home. And that's what I mean. We are made in the image and likeness of this Trinitarian God, which means that we have, we have within us a desire for communion with another person. First of all, communion with God himself. Secondly, and that's eternal, that's our whole life long, even after this life is done, communion with God, but also that communion of, with each other, with the church. And so when we come to Mass, we, we are acting in that communion of we are showing that we are made in the image of God, in the image and likeness of this Trinitarian God, being that we come together in one building, one church, worshiping and praising God as the body of Christ. But also, we, all, we also have a natural thing called the human family. This human family is made, we are made in the image and likeness of God, which means that we're made for a relationship with one another, naturally. So naturally, we are, all, we, are, we are blessed to have families. And that's where we come from, a human family. Which is why it's very important for a man and woman to, to come together in marriage. Well, and if they're called upon to be priests or religious, to be able to offer that up as a gift. Because they are celibate. They're ones who are saying, Lord, I love you. And I want to serve you in, a, in this unique role you are calling me to. And so when we come together into our, when, our, as a family of persons, naturally, as a family, we are able to show what this Trinity is like. And this is why it's very important to hold the dignity of the family, uphold it in our society, too. Because when this family of persons, when our families are divided and, and whatnot, it's hard to show that we are made in this image and likeness of the Trinity, that we're made in the image and likeness of one God, but three persons. 
And I know some of us are affected by this division, and we pray for unity in our families. We pray that, that we may be one as God is one with the Father. God and the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit are one God. And so as we come to this altar, let us thank the Lord for our families. Let us thank the Lord for our church. Let us thank the Lord for being in a communion of relationship with God himself, that we are made in this image of the Trinity, one God, three persons. And let us ask our Lord that we may, as we come to this altar receiving the Eucharist, that we may be brought into the unity as the Trinity is one, that we may be in communion first with God, but also in, in, in with the church and also with our families, one with our families. Let us also pray for our families and that the family bond of father, son, and child may be kept together in our society.